asking that you remove your word to us today. Amen. Open the scroll of your words unto us. Amen. And let your word come to us fresh. Let it come. Let it come with grace. Let it come with power. Amen. Let it come with healing in its wings Amen. this morning in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your word bless us. Let your word transform us this morning in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Those who are finding challenges to enter, please, Lord, remove those challenges Amen. and grant them access to be part of us this morning amen thank amen, you father amen, amen. in jesus name we are preach. Amen. amen amen so we as i welcome you again to the gospel radio reflections tuesday where we reflect on current themes of your potter's house i want to remind us that we have been dealing with um, your foundation, revisiting your foundation. And the Lord has taken us through quite a lot of um, teachings on this aspect, on this um, theme. Right now, we are dealing with the chapter of Isaiah, Isaiah 28, verse 16, where we took out the Zion Foundation, and that's the series we are dealing with currently. And Isaiah 28, verse 16 says, Therefore, thus says the Lord, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, stone, a sure foundation whoever believes will not act hastily hmm. whoever believes will not make haste that's um what the kjv said this and new king james version says will not act hastily now the question is why did god come up with this declaration why did God come up with this, this declaration? We will soon need to go through the context of this chapter and see what has transpired, what is there before, before God would say, therefore, because normally somebody would not start a sentence or a conversation with therefore, if there is nothing there before. For somebody to say, therefore, it means there is something before, and we'll be dealing with that. But permit me to read into the episode that has been written, especially the first one on this particular Zion Foundation series. We must be grateful to God for his mercy by which he revealed his mind to us in the just-concluded series on a good foundation. The best way to appreciate him is to apply the lessons in our lives. Let us now begin the series on the Zion Foundation. The Zion Foundation is a foundation that is located in Zion. If your life's foundation is laid in Zion, then you can go to sleep with your two eyes closed because it is a sure foundation. Zion for us is not a geographical location, but a spiritual position. 
see what um, Psalm 48 verse 1 to 2 says. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion, side of the north and the city of our God. Now, it is a song that you know so well. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situation and joy of the whole earth. It's Mount Zion, side of the north and city of the great king. It's Mount Zion, side of the north and city of the great king. Now, we are bringing out something from that passage. A foundation laid in Zion is one that is deeply rooted in God's presence by practicing the presence of God in a secret place of communion and is also conscious of his presence in public. So from this passage, you are laying, you will be able to lay your foundation in Zion by practicing the presence of God in secret and in public. By practicing the presence of God in secret through your secret communion, your daily communion in the secret place, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The person that, that practices the, the secret place of communion with him, your devotion with him on a daily basis, you know, seeking his face, taking time to seek his face, taking time out to have, to, to, to have communion with him in a secret place. That is first, the first part, the private or secret part of practicing the presence of God. And then the other aspect is the public. For example, he that is put on white, you will notice that if you are putting on white to wherever you are going, you are more conscious of what you are putting on such that it is not dirty or stained than when you are putting on any other color. Now, if you are putting on white and you want to sit on a chair, you are more consciously, um, you are more conscious about whether the chair is neat, is clean or not. You use your hand or handkerchief or something to test the cleanness of the chair or whatever you want to sit on before you sit like when you are putting on, on something else there is that consciousness in you that i'm putting on white the same thing is what we are um, trying to bring out in you now about the consciousness of god if you are putting on god if you are practicing the presence of god if your foundation must be upon um, it must be in Zion, the Zion foundation that we are talking about. Then you will practice the presence of God because the Mount, Mount Zion is, Mount Zion talks of the presence of God where God dwells in himself, by himself. So if you, your foundation will be there, it means that whatever you will do, the foundation of anything you will do, 
the foundation of your career, the foundation of your academics, the foundation of your health, the foundation of your wealth, the foundation of your work, the foundation of your ministry, the foundation of your relationship, your home, whatever you you are doing, the foundation of it will be the presence of God. That's what we are talking about. Then it will be in Zion. And as the as that thing grows, you have nothing to fear that it will crash. No. Because the foundation is sure and is firm. The foundation of God's standard sure. Nothing mm-hmm. can shake it. Nothing can move it. Nothing can. The Bible even says those that trust in the Lord, they will be like Mount Zion that yes. cannot be moved. Oh, yes. So when your foundation is in Zion, you can sleep with your two eyes closed and you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear concerning your wife, your children, your husband, because your home is built on Mount Zion. And one, because how do you do this? By practicing the presence of God in Zion. The Bible says they go from strength to strength, all Mm -hmm. of them appearing in Zion before God. And that is in Psalm 84, 84. verse 7. So as you do this, that's on a regular basis on a daily basis you 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 dwell in the presence of god you have time for personal devotion with him you have time to romance with him to talk with him to commune with him he guides and directs you instructs you and you obey promptly you are planting your foundation in the presence of god without this you cannot uh you can you will not be able to you cannot if your foundation is not in zion it is not assured. A foundation laid in Zion is one that is deeply rooted in God's presence by practicing the presence of God in the sacred place of communion and is also conscious of his presence in public. A foundation laid in Zion is one enshrined in God's holiness. According to that, that's um, Psalm 48, verse 1 and 2. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. So it's enshrined in his holiness. It makes you see God's beauty in every situation, good, bad, ugly. But let me talk, emphasize on the matter of the holiness first. If your foundation is on God, for example, if your foundation, the foundation of your work or business will be in Zion, then it will not be laid on sin. It will not be laid on iniquity. This the job that you got by sleeping with the um, HR manager is laid on a wrong foundation, and you cannot repent and ask God to now still take over that work. If you must lay your foundation on um, in zion then you have to get out of that job first and then wait and trust the lord to give you another job you cannot the lord will not accept ishmael from you even if ishmael has grown and is already producing reward from you it may be a difficult thing to let the bondwoman and the and ishmael to leave your house as abraham but that must be that must take place before the promised son can actually thrive otherwise ishmael will persecute and destroy possibly destroy the promised child the promised job the promised marriage the promise um the, your promised land 
the promised ministry, the promised work that you are doing, whatever you lay, if your foundation is, is wrong, if the foundation be destroyed, there is nothing that the righteous can do. So if it is not laid on holiness, if it is laid on iniquity, on sin, if that business was started with a capital that you that you got through fraudulent means, the Lord cannot take it over. It must come down first. You Now that you have repented and you are now saying, no, um, God, I have now changed, I have repented and all that, you must make restitution. You cannot, God cannot take over that wrong business from you. He cannot take it over and um, say that, okay, now, well, though the foundation is wrong, I can now just accept it. No, 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 no. He does not want the hand of the flesh, the hand of the world, the hand of Satan in whatsoever is calling his. Before we go on this short break, let me re-emphasize that for your foundation to be in Zion, then it has to be laid in holiness. It has to be in holiness laid in Zion is one enshrined in God's holiness on the mountain of his holiness. It's not something that you will mix with iniquity and holiness or with a blemish or something. The Bible says without wrinkle or spot. And when the Bible is talking of spots, I don't know whether you know what a spot is. A spot is a spot. That's just a spot. And one point like this, it's a spot. And that is a problem. It is, it's something to me that a spot is just a spot. And the Lord is looking for something without blemish or spot. So if there is anything of spot that is spotting your white, that is spotting your holiness, that is putting a blemish on it, the Lord will not accept it. And your Zion cannot be in, in Mount, uh, your, your foundation cannot be in Zion. And then you have all the world to fear. You cannot sleep with your two eyes closed because God cannot accept it. Own that thing. It cannot own that home. It cannot own your head. It cannot own your, your business, your ministry, whatever, because it is spotted with the world, with iniquity. It is not based on holiness. We'll continue from this when we come from the short break. And yes, thank you very much for staying with us this morning on GospelBellsRadio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Paracord River State. He's also the publisher of Your Potter's House. Your Potter's House is a daily digital devotional and... Uh, Pastor Agule joins us on Tuesday mornings to reflect on current themes from your Potter's house. If you want to reach out to Pastor Yagunloe or receive uh, daily episodes of your Potter's house, do reach out to him by text message or by placing a call 0808 718 Email paul.agunloye at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us today. 
if you have questions or observations or comments please do send them to us on whatsapp look at the uh, bottom right hand corner of our page and send to us what your questions comments and observations are you can also uh, send them anonymously using the form on our page that says are you listening right now tomorrow by the grace of god we'll be here on gospel best radio at 7 a.m for waiting on god wednesday if you have any burden in your heart and you want to share with god's people if you want us to join you in prayers please do send it to us look at the form on our page that says uh, send an anonymous prayer request and do send as uh, the prayer request the right hand of the lord is always exalted the right hand of the lord does valiantly thank you very much at 8 a.m it will be time for on the lord's side current christian engagement christian perspectives on on news and current events on the lord's side christian perspectives on news and current events do stay with us god bless you really good okay pass over to you now sir thank you very much sir welcome back there listeners we are dealing currently with the zion foundation yes. and we have said we went into psalm 48 verse 1 and 2 and we said we read great is the lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion, that city of our God, that mountain of his holiness that is beautiful for situations, that is the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the side of the north. And you will also take notes when the Bible says, Promotion comes not from the east or from the west or from the south. It did in that list, it's not, it did not mention the north. He said it comes from God. And or actually, when you put the four cardinal point, you will discover that north is up, is coming from up. You say up north. It's coming from God. And he said, on the sides of the north, that is where Zion is located. That is, and you remember we say, Zion is, for us, is not a geographical location, but a spiritual position. And so we are not asking you to now get a visa to look to relocate to Jerusalem or to, uh, to Israel. We are saying, that a spiritual position and where we began to emphasize or to explain how can you lay your foundation in zion and we said according to that verse that's uh, psalm 48 is saying it's a mount the mountain of his holiness that it, whatever you do if the foundation is laid on the holiness, upon the holiness of God, then it is going, he is going to accept it as his foundation. That is, he's going to lay that thing on his foundation. If it is your home, if it is your work, if it is your ministry, if it is um, your academics, whatever project you are doing, even if it's a house you are building, if it is not laid on a wrong foundation, then he can own it. But if it is a, if it is laid on a wrong foundation, and then you are expecting God to take it over, 
you will not take it over. You have to relinquish it and then lay a correct foundation. And that is the reason why it is even good to quickly check your foundation before you go too far. If the building is, is, has not gone far before you discover what is wrong with the foundation, the better for you because you can easily correct the foundation. Later, when the building is completed, the foundation is hidden away from you. The foundation is underground. The foundation is out of sight. The foundation is covered. You, For you to now deal with a foundational error or problem or curse, then you have to bring down the building. You have to go, you, you have to, you, it is more dangerous, more difficult, more, more, more. It's almost um, like the Sami said, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So it must be on holiness. That business that you started with the fraudulent money, you started with the money you got from Yahoo Yahoo and or with uh, money you stole from your boss or from your office. And then you decided to now say, I quit that job. I want to serve God now. I want to start a church or I want to start a, a business. I want to do this and that. And then you are now serving. You are now, you are now doing a good business with a bad money. It's, it's still negative times positive is still negative. God will not accept what he does not originate. He does not, he does not reap where he did not sow. So when you are coming with something that is wrong and you are expecting God to take it over, you are only deceiving yourself because he will not accept. He will not accept what he did not originate. If you, the child you gave your husband is, does not belong to your husband, the foundation of that person, the foundation of that, of, the, of that child is practically wrong. You have to start from revealing to your husband the truth of the matter, that this actually is what happened, how I got this child. Now, for God to accept you, for God to accept your business, for God to accept your home, your your work, your academics, your the academics that you 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 the admission you, you go through fraudulent means, you cannot pray and say, God, forgive me for that that I did, and you still continue in it. For example, you cannot steal somebody's wristwatch and then go to God and cry and say, God, I have committed sin again. Please forgive me for this sin. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you keep on wearing <coughs> you keep on wearing the wristwatch everywhere you go and think and expect that God has forgiven you because you have confessed your sins to him in secret and you are you're now you are wearing the wristwatch everywhere. The person who owns the wristwatch is going barehanded. Now listen, you can the Lord will not forgive you. The Bible says, He that covers his sin shall not prosper, but he that confess and forsake it. You have to forsake that sin. You have to, to relinquish that sin. You have to let go of that, that sin that you have seen. That is, really release that wristwatch back to the owner. Then God will take you seriously. But you cannot continue to use it. And then later now, you go and steal another person's um, something. Uh, and you are asking God to forgive you. 
and that you should forgive you. You are sorry about it, but you continue to use it. That cannot work. That is so. You are, that is self-defeat. When you have committed a sin, maybe as a husband or as a wife, you you have committed you 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 misbehave outside and you committed adultery outside, and you came home and you are coming, you have confessing it to God in secret. You have not confessed it to your husband or to your wife. You are still covering the sin. You are covering the sin and you will not prosper because God deliberately said, confess your sins one to another. If you are not doing this, you are actually not, you are actually covering your sin. If you are going to the secrets to just be confessing to God alone, God knows what you have done. The confession is not just about confessing it to God. The reason why God deliberately puts the part of the uh, um, process of repentance as confessing to one another is so to help us to guide against that sin again. When you know that if I cannot, it is not only God that I have to confess to. I have to also confess to man. It will also keep you from um, being careless about the sin. Just being careless and be committing it. Anyhow, you know that for God to really forgive you, for you to obtain forgiveness, you have to ask God for the forgiveness. You have to also ask the person, human, the person, you have to ask a person, I mean, confess it to a person, then you will know that it is not something I can be careless about. I cannot just be, fall, be, be falling into it with the mind that, after all, I can ask God to forgive me. You you have been deceived, deceived for too long, thinking that all you need to confess in order to remain, come back to, um, to, to be holy, is just to confess to God in the secret without confessing to yourself. James chapter 5, verse 16 or verse 17 says, confess your faults, confess your sins one to another and pray one for another. If you have not done that, you are still covering your sin. You are still covering it up. You are still hiding it, coming out to prove to us that you are you are a child of God. You are, you are, you are, you are still living in holiness while you are living in a lie, while you are living in unrighteousness, in iniquity. That foundation is not upon Zion. It's not in Zion foundation. So if your if whatever you are doing is on a wrong foundation, and you said, because I have confessed it to God, I have not made a proper restitution on it, and when I'm talking of proper restitution, it's, it's one that must be guided by counsel. Because there are some ways you make restitution that is even worse. That is worse than when you have not done the constitution because it destroys some things. So there is need to take it with counsel. There is need to take counsel from a more mature believer that will help you and be with you in that restitution. For example, if the wife will confess to the husband that this child does not belong to you, sometimes, depending on who the husband is and how you have known the person, it is good to confess first to the pastor and let the pastor be involved and counsel you and then come probably come with you and or invite both of you or 
something, arrange a way to get it so that even when the reaction is coming violently, there is somebody who can douse it or who can who can mediate and who can immediately mediate and do something to make sure that the home does not scatter. So that is the reason why some people believe and think that it is there are some things that are best covered because when they are open, they can destroy some things. But the anything that is covered will not make you to prosper. So it, they must still be open. They must still be revealed, exposed, and confessed. Uh, but the way that you must go about the restitution, the way you must go about all that must be by a more matured person that will now arbitrate or that will be, that will come mediate between you, that will come and help you to get it done. I'm taking time to emphasize on this because your foundation cannot be in Zion if you do not, first of all, get to the root of that foundation. That is, get to that foundation. You must get to that foundation, even if it is covered, even if it is, even if it is, you have built a skyscraper on it and the foundation is faulty. Now the Lord is bringing that to you, that your foundation is faulty and you have to get to it. You have to dig to that foundation. You cannot repair your foundation from the roof. You cannot repair your foundation from the first floor or the ground floor. You have to uncover that foundation before you can deal with it. So if you have a, your business is built on a wrong foundation, if your home is built on a wrong foundation, if your life is built on a wrong foundation, if your work is built on a, your career is built on a wrong foundation, you got that job by sleeping with or by bribing your way through or by sleeping with, uh, with, with somebody or by one way or the other, you know that the foundation of that thing is wrong. Then the Lord cannot own it. Irrespective of what you have gotten, you have gotten to the top. Even if you have gotten to the top of that thing, of that job or that career of the or, or ministry, you know that you got it on a wrong foundation. You must dig to the foundation. You must uncover that foundation if it must be repaired. And in some cases, it's just some foundation can be can be repaired without pulling down everything, but some foundation, you must pull down everything. In fact, you must demolish the entire structure, edifice, before you can, you can repair some foundation and start all over. That is when you know your foundation is in Zion and then as it grows, as you now build it again, you can sleep with your two eyes closed because it is a sure foundation. It is not something that will make you to make haste. It is not something that will make you to run a scatter. It is not something that will make you to sleep with your with one eye open. It's something that will give you peace and rest in your life. So if you must have this foundation in God, that is in the city of the of the Lord, in the mountain of his holiness, it must be laid in holiness without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. It must be laid in holiness. So that is what um, Psalm 48 verse 2 is saying. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of, the, of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Now let's move to the other one. It says in the beauty 
as a beautiful for situation. You also know that holiness is beautiful. Look through the scriptures whenever they want to describe holiness. They say in the beauty of his holiness. In the beauty of his holiness. Holiness is beautiful. Unfortunately, people have forsaken the beauty of holiness to artificial beauty today. They take artificial beauty, cosmetic beauty, beauty that is that that is that is not that is not godly today for beauty and the they, they go for they go for um, beauty that is not holy today. Looking for um, how you know the way fashion is going with your dresses that does not cover with your with one you know all the forms of beauty that does not portray holiness. Holiness is a wrong foundation you know that even you women whenever you want to do do makeup makeup for a, a beauty that you think you don't have when the bible says you are you are you are uh, wonderfully and fearfully made the lord made you correctly when he made you but you think that you are not beautiful enough and you want to make up for that beauty you want to make up one of the things you do is to lay a foundation on artificial and cosmetic beauty that's what you call foundation when you are using that artificial thing and that artificial thing that you are doing to make up for what you think you don't have not trusting the lord that he has made you perfect enough the way he has made you you are found you are making a foundation and a concealer covering up spots and wrinkles on yourself covering them up covering up and doing all those things you know according to the scriptures the beauty of holiness will not will be missing in your life when you make all with a wrong foundation sorry that i'm coming blunt i'm very sorry that the church has accepted a lot of things does not make it right and if there is going to be a great awakening if there is going to be a great revival in our land again in the truth must be told and must not be short so short changed must not be short served it must be it must come you must revisit the foundation beautiful in for situation beautiful for situation let me leave the matter of holiness now and go to the other one because um i have to stop soon so it say beautiful for situation i finished with beauty the beauty of holiness but now you you the every situation the lord is expecting you to take every situation to know that when you're you are laying your foundation everything that comes to you it is a lot nothing wrong or good can come to you without him when people went to tell john the baptist in john chapter 3 from verse 20 downward that jesus that the person you baptize is already making more disciples than you more people are running to him leaving your own ministry to his own ministry john said a man can receive nothing 
except it be given to him by God. And it means a man can receive nothing good, bad, ugly, nothing. If you are in the hands of God, as a child of God, all things, all, all things, good, bad, ugly, work together for your good. Job, Satan was not able to touch Job until God permitted Satan to touch Job's things and to touch his body. Satan told God, you have laid an edge around him that I cannot touch him. That is also what is applicable to every child of God whose foundation is in Zion. Satan cannot move you. He cannot touch you. He cannot do anything. So whatever the Lord allows, whatever the Lord allows to come to you, whether it is good, whether it is bad, whether it is ugly, if it is not your carelessness, if it is not your, your, your own carelessness that made you to go into it, if it is despite the fact that you have done your due diligence and you are trusting God, you are working in holiness, and yet all whatever something happens to you, then the Lord must have allowed it. So, for somebody whose foundation is laid in Zion, everything, all situations are beautiful to him. He does not see, he does not see ugly or um, ugliness or something like that, whatever word it will take. In any situation, it takes all situations as beautiful. It does not, it's not somebody in haste, in panic. When something is happening, it's running to one prophet to ah, see, oh, see what I'm seeing, oh, hey, see this and this and that. Oh. Whatever, because he's, he's, he's practicing the presence of God, he's communing with God, he's never in a haste to run elsewhere scatter because something is happening. He knows that whatever will come to him must be allowed is something that is allowed of god and so no evil can befall him so let me now just quickly read uh, through this so that we can round off for today and allow for contributions of question a foundation laid in zion is one enshrined in god's holiness it makes you see god's beauty in every situation good bad or ugly knowing that all things work together for your good. A foundation laid in Zion experiences constant joy, the joy of the whole earth, wherever you are on the face of the earth. Wherever God is sending you, there is joy. It is not limited to your comfort zone. It's not limited to America or Germany or wherever you like Sweden. It is not limited to just when you go to a, somewhere that you think is beautiful. You, it is the joy follows you anywhere. The joy is not like happiness that is fluctuating with when something good happens to you. But 
anything that happens to you, the joy of the Lord remains your strength. So it makes you enjoy divine promotion. Zion is located in the side of the north where promotion comes from. Without struggles, without fights, without compromise. The Zion Foundation is one that is deeply rooted in habitually singing praises unto God and testifies of what he has done in your life. Marriage, ministry, work, etc. among the people. That can be found in Psalm 9 verse 11. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doing. Zion is where God dwells. This makes it sure. It cannot fail. No matter what God builds upon your life, you cannot crash. There may be challenges, but you must look beyond them. Count your blessings and praise them. Praise God for them. Testify of your doings. Testify of your doings to people with strong conviction without telling lies on God about what he did not do for you. If you cheated to pass your examination, if you if you cut corners to succeed. If God did not do it, you will not accept the praises for it. It does not reap where it did not sow. Brethren, this is where we are going to end today. Wherever this word has touched you, it is important you repent so that you can relocate your foundation to Zion. Thank you. And yes, thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you, Rick good, sir. And, and I love the note on which uh, you ended saying, wherever this word has touched you, wherever this word has touched you, it is important that you that you repent. That reminds us of the scripture that says, if today you hear his voice, do not uh, do not harden your heart. And I pray that the Lord will, will give you grace, all our listeners, give, give you grace to indeed, indeed, Take, do what is necessary and make peace with God. I, I, I love your reference when you said, look, when the foundation is Zion, then you can, you can sleep with two eyes closed because the foundation is solid, it is firm, it is built on the rock, on the rock, Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus Christ himself. I pray that the Lord's Holy Spirit will always be our guide and the Lord's Holy Spirit, I mean, that's the prayer I usually pray. I pray that the Lord will not give me rest, you know, until I do his will. And I, I think it's a good prayer that we all should pray. If you pray that the Holy Spirit will not give you rest until you are in tune, in total communion with the Lord, you will find that, Indeed, you have no no peace. You have no peace uh, staying away from the Lord or staying even one step or two away from the will of the Lord. And we give glory for this ministration today. Lord, we pray for you, Pastor, that the Lord will continue to strengthen you and that His grace will Amen. be even more abundant on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, dear listeners, if you want to listen to this episode again, uh, around 6 p.m. today, it should be on. So, just scroll down to the to the uh, bottom part of our page. You'll find the link to the back episodes to many of our programs. So, at about 6 p.m. today, by the grace of God, uh, this episode will, will be online and you can listen to it again as well as to past episodes of Reflections Tuesday. Pastor, we look forward to seeing you again next week by the grace of God, sir. Amen. 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 Please, please say a word of prayer. Thank you so much. Our Father, we thank you for helping us today. Thank you, Lord. You have sent your word to us. Lord, please help us to repent. Amen. Wherever we have to, Amen. so that we can make, fix our foundation in Zion. Amen. That's where it cannot be moved. Lord, we are asking that to show us mercy and give us courage 
to do this in Jesus' name. Amen. There are situations that it will take serious courage to do this, to expose one's sin in order to relocate to Zion from sinking sand. Lord, show us mercy. Grant us this courage to do what is needful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I pray for all listeners that this world will not stand against any of us on the judgment day in the name of Jesus, but Amen. it will stand as a buffer, as, as, as a reason why we will be in Zion with you throughout our life in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I'm praying that you will bless gospel bells radio Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I'm praying that you will open the heavens upon them and that you will take this walk over from their hands. Amen. You will use them to perform great things in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will be the one working it out and make it fruitful, make it accomplish your purpose in this end time Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray that you cause them to grow Amen. and give them Amen. wide hearing Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Father. Amen. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Very good.